Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Simple three words. Shut him down. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we hope you all had a magnificent Thanksgiving weekend. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Davidson Canty, how was the (laughs) first holiday as a married man? It was outstanding, big fella. It was a great holiday. The whole family came together. My nephews were running up and down the stairs like they were crazy, but it was fun. They were having a great time. And best of all, Carlin, there was no drama on Turkey Day or in my household's case, Duck Day, because (laughs) mom decided she was going to punt on making the turkey. She thought that we had enough food, and so she took the turkey back home when she left on Friday afternoon, and she made that over the weekend. So there was no drama. It was all good between my mom and my wife, and, you know, everybody had full bellies on Thanksgiving. I I can't ask for a better outcome on Thanksgiving Day other than, let's just say, our parlay hitting, but that's another story for another day. That was out the door pretty quick. So I was on to the uh, appetizers by the time the 4 o'clock game rolled around. (laughs) No problem there. And, Canty, we start with what happened last night with the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers is hurt. The Packers are 4-8. and Season's over. Zip the bag and put it in the drawer. Adios. And they need to shut Aaron Rodgers down right now with five games left. We can talk about being mathematically available or mathematically uh, still alive. I, I don't care at this point. There's no need for somebody who was worried that he had a punctured lung. Turns out he didn't. But that rib injury, why would you run the guy out there who is making $50 million a year and you need to figure out whether or not he's going to be your guy next year or it's going to be Jordan Love? There's just no point right now for the Packers to proceed with number 12 on the field. No, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to be the quarterback. It needs to be Jordan Love time, who actually showed well in garbage time on Sunday Night Football. I thought he made some nice throws, including – that pitch and catch to Christian Watson for a touchdown. But you need to figure out what Jordan Love is, Carlin, in order to figure out what your plan at the quarterback position is going to be moving forward. Forgetting about Aaron Rodgers' contract and the salary cap implications and how they would have to move on from him, you got to make a decision on Jordan Love's fifth-year option, Carlin. Mm-hmm. That has to happen in the 2023 offseason. And I think giving yourself a five-game sample size – in order to get as much information as you can, might not be the worst thing. And then, oh, by the way, Carlin, just so happens to be an opportunity to showcase Jordan Love if, in fact, you do want to move on from him and commit to Aaron Rodgers for the foreseeable future. Now, that latter scenario is not the direction I think the Packers should go in because I think Aaron Rodgers is closer to being done than a lot of people realize. Uh, But I I just think that you have to let Jordan play and Aaron Rodgers being banged up – and the team being where they are in the standings makes it that much easier for the organization to do it. Look, there are a lot of different tentacles to this story. First of all, here's Rodgers after the game last night on that very premise of shutting it down. Mm, I don't think so. You know, as long as I check out fine tomorrow, I'll uh, expect to play this weekend. As long as I check out okay tomorrow. Um, you know, I might not be able to go Wednesday, but I'll... 
uh, as long as there's no, no major structural damage, I'll uh, try and get back out there. Look, I, I think this is a discussion that can be had and understood on both sides. Number one, we say a lot of things about Aaron Rodgers. Nobody is ever questioning his toughness. Mm. Nobody is ever questioning his toughness. I have no doubt that if the Packers' season was still very much alive, that there would be no question he would be out there no matter the scenario. I, I'm not – I mean, he's had a bad thumb. Now this pops up. I, I would never get on this guy for not – once he's on the field, being a, a really good competitor. But he also doesn't need to prove anything the rest of the way with a team that is not going anywhere. And there are a myriad of reasons why that has happened. And we can talk about what he needs to do in the future to end this on the right note, or if it's going in another direction, then you know we'll figure that out when it happens. But for him... Canty, this is just as important as it is for Jordan Love. He needs to get healthy. If he still wants to play and get $50 million a year, be it with the Packers or somebody else, there's no need for a 4-8 and eight team to run him out there when they got the Bears coming up this week, then a bye week, and yeah, they got the Rams. You can look at some things and try to put it together. They're not making the playoffs. This team's dead. They're dead in the water. Just be smart for yourself here, Aaron. And it's rare that I would say that because it, it strikes me that that's what Aaron <laughs> generally does. Yeah. I don't know. First of all, I don't know who this Carlin is that showed up after Thanksgiving I'm just trying weekend. to be fair about No, the it's not even about, well, when, since when do you care about being fair to Aaron Rodgers? Like, you've never, you've never <laughs> cared about I'm that. Because I'm an objective but... guy. There are so many things that aggravate me about Aaron Rodgers that aren't right. But one thing I'm never going to do is question a guy's toughness. I think he's a tough player. No, he's a tough player. But, Carlin, in this situation that a lot of people would deem as being tough, this is a situation of his own making. And that's why I have sure. no problem with Aaron Rodgers wallowing in the state of affairs with the Green Bay Packers. It's... Ultimately on him, why Devontae Adams decided to turn down more money and go play for the Las Vegas with Vegas Raiders with a lesser quarterback and seemingly a lesser head coach. It's because he wanted a quarterback that gave his career a little bit more runway and Aaron Rodgers has waffled with retirement over the past two offseasons. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure that Aaron gets a reprieve for, for where the Green Bay Pack Packers are at. But I think from oh, an no, organizational standpoint, yeah. it makes more sense for them to shut him down. And just look at it from this perspective, Carlin. You want a higher draft pick at this point, right? Yeah. Play Jordan Love. If Jordan Love turns out not to be your guy and you don't win any games, well, you at least get the consolation of having a top 10 pick. Right now, the Green Bay Packers would be ninth in the draft order. So I think from that standpoint, it makes sense to bench A-Rod. You find out more about Jordan Love. If Jordan Love decides that he's going to go, you know, 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh down the stretch in these games that you play him in, then you have a good problem on your heads going into the 2023 offseason because you have two quarterbacks that are seemingly commodities. So I just think in all the different scenarios that we would outline, it makes the most sense to play Jordan Love. Why would you play Aaron Rodgers? You're not going to the playoffs. This is not a team that's going to make a wild card run. And even if this team does get in, Carlin, it's going to be an early exit. For Rodgers, it's about competing for championships. And from what I've seen from this team through 12 games, they are about as far away from that as you can get in the NFC. Yeah, and I'm not going to absolve him 
for being a major reason why they are where they are. Okay. I, let's be clear on that. I was just making sure. Let's be clear on that. But yeah. the other part of him doing this, Canty, is those questions all have to be answered. If he does get shut down or whatever the situation is here, I don't want to hear from him complaining about the situation. There, <laughs> there's no need for him to be unhappy about continuing to play or about not continuing to play. Don't complain here moving forward if they're going to play Jordan Love. And you and I both know that's very much a possibility. It is still bugging him that they drafted him. And the guy, I'm not going to make more out of what last night was. You come in off the bench, you threw some nice passes. Great. All the way around, this benefits too many people, including Aaron Rodgers, and he can't lose sight of that. My friends... In just moments, we will get to the real problem that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, and it has nothing to do with anybody on the field. But guys, if you are suffering from hair loss and worried about your hair, you have got to check out Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts. The sooner you take action, the more options you're going to have for keeping and restoring that hair. Trust me, trust me. Bosley has both surgical and non-surgical solutions to help you keep the hair you have and grow thicker, fuller hair where you need it most. Right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit and a $250 gift card toward a procedure. Just text CARLIN to 203203. You don't want to wait when it comes to hair loss. Just get the information. Learn what you can be doing right now to keep or grow your hair. People trust Bosley. They are truly the leaders in hair restoration. They have the most experience restoring hair, and experience matters. So what are you waiting for? Get your free Bosley Info Kit, a $250 off gift card when you text CARLIN to 203203. Again, text C-A-R-L-I-N to 203203. Get your hair back with Bosley. Run it through into the end zone. Browns beat the Bucks. Nick Chubb, game-winning touchdown run in OT. And this game is over. The Cleveland Browns defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 23-17. to We can stop wondering what the problem is with the Tampa Bay Bucks. okay? Yeah. It's yeah. the head coach. It's the coaching staff. It's the <laughs> entire scenario there, Canty. Have at it. Well, here's the thing I don't understand, Carlin. I mean, everybody wants to point to Tom Brady and this guy seemingly being done. And Tom Brady, all he does is goes out there and gives this team a chance. Now, we got to look at the defense. We have to look at the play calling. And we have to look at the overall game management. And that was on display in the worst way at the end of regulation up in Cleveland, Carlin. Coming off of a bye week, you would think a team with championship pedigree would be more buttoned up. But no. Not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to give the Cleveland Browns, with Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback, every opportunity to come back in this game. And, Carlin, how Todd Bowles managed the final drive for the Bucs in the fourth quarter was absolutely egregious, and his explanation was even more ridiculous. And I'm going to let you sound off on that. But the two previous drives that the Bucs had in the fourth quarter, Carlin, they went three and out on both drives, and they had four called passes to two called runs, and they took up less than two minutes of game clock combined. How is that even possible when you're nursing a touchdown lead? How does that make sense? In what world is that okay in the NFL? 
Carlin, that is the equivalent of franchise malpractice. And I'm not going to sit here and defend Todd Bowles because I know him. I'm not going to sit here and defend Byron Leftwich because I like him. Carlin, that was as bad as it gets from the offensive coordinator and the head coach. And if this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team doesn't win the NFC South, this will be the game that we look back at and say they gave one away. This absolutely should not have happened yesterday. Even though the Bucs only scored 17 points, they had enough on the board to make it stick and get a win on the road, and they didn't do it. it, it, It's like they're trying to figure out just how bad they can be and win that division. Yeah, That's what it feels like. Yeah, exactly it. You know, how much can we tank this and still make the playoffs? Um, Let's just hear from Todd Bowles. I want to hear his explanation on trying not to give uh, Tom Brady – too much time i mean just think about that in and of itself trying not to give brady too much time uh boys which color is that i need to hit it right let's see here uh just guess uh, evan's out all right fair enough if it... guy made a heck of a play uh coverage was fine we know what we were running jumped up and made a one-hand catch uh was out of the reach that devin couldn't get there he made a heck of a play Nothing yet. I just know it's a leg injury, and they carted him off. I hadn't had a chance to go inside. Well, all penalties are big. We had some during the game. I think we might have had about eight or nine of them. We were close to it as far as that's con- concerned. And we shot ourselves in the foot on offense with the penalties. Uh, we gave them field position with the defensive penalties. Mm-hmm. We shot ourselves in the foot on the punt return. We got backed up or the kickoff return right there. We got backed up, and we had to drive further, and we couldn't get the first down. All right. Well, we'll hear more from him in a minute, okay? I don't need to hear more from him, Carlin, and that's the point. I don't need to hear more from Todd Bowles to know that it was on Todd Bowles. Did you hear the explanation that he gave after Julio Jones had that 26-yard grab at the end of the fourth quarter? He said, yeah, we didn't call timeout before that because we weren't sure how it was going to work out. It could have been an incompletion, and so we didn't want to leave any time on the clock, and we were comfortable going to overtime. The hell you say? You have Tom Brady. You got 30 seconds on the clock. You have multiple timeouts. What the hell are you doing? Call timeout. If you hit that pass on second down like you did to Julio Jones and you got 25 seconds of game clock left instead of eight seconds of game clock, maybe you're able to move in the field goal range. Who the hell knows? It's Tom Brady. You give him a chance. You play for overtime? With the way that your defense has been playing, you deserve to lose. You absolutely deserve to lose. How much time was there in Kansas City in the playoffs? Exactly. Time? 13 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You had 32 seconds. You hit a big completion, and the clock is running. You wasted so much time with timeouts in your pocket. I, I couldn't get over it. I, and it was, it was odd because Brady, even after the completion, is kind of waving his arms down like, all right, everybody slow down. And all. What? Are you trying to make him think you're not going for it? Are you, like, trying to – confuse the Browns as to what's going on? I mean, Canty, I couldn't get over it. I, I I, don't understand why the management of the clock is so difficult, and I hate to do this, but Todd Bowles just isn't a good head coach. 
can we just can we go back to what happened the first time around and point out that after year one when the Jets went ten and six in his next three seasons he got four seasons overall they went fourteen and thirty four and I yeah. get it it's the Jets but at some point he's not doing something right because they're not responding and you take over this team. And I, I have to say, I'm one of the people that was a little bit guilty of this, of just assuming that he'll be better the second time around, and they will be able to fix this and fix it quickly. And, and they'll, the Bucks will not even fix it. They'll, they'll be able to continue to roll like they have the last couple of years, and the Bucks will be fine. Oh, my God. Can't he? It's not Brady. He can still play. It's not Brady. It's Bulls. Well, and that's the thing, Carlin. We'll continue to give the Bucks the benefit of the doubt because they do have Tom Brady. But I remember Nick Saban, when he did a special with Bill Belichick called The Art of Coaching, he made a definitive statement, Carlin, mm. and it really is an eye-opener when you think about it. He said good players can't overcome bad coaching. Was there ever a better example of that than yesterday? No better example than what we saw on the field in Cleveland yesterday. Prime example of it. From wow. the game management to the play calling, it, it was just – it was awful. Now, I'll give credit where credit is due. The Cleveland Browns players made some hell of a plays down the stretch. That one-handed grab by David Njoku, whew, Carlin, it don't Amazing get much play. better than that on fourth down. Yeah. It, it don't get play. much better than that. The catch by Amari Cooper, big time. I mean, first of all, the route that he put on that guy, I mean, he left the DB from the Bucks in the spin cycle. The guy falling on the ground. Like, that was big time in overtime. So I will give their players credit after a brutal drop, by the way, earlier in the game. Yeah, it was. It was. Abs- it was. Yeah. Yeah. That. That is. That is. Amari Cooper. But yeah. all I'm simply saying is this: you could have closed the door on all of those opportunities for the Browns had you managed the fourth quarter better. If you're Todd Bowles, and the fact that you didn't, and you had an even worse explanation, is to me the part where you recognize he's out over his skis. He's in over his head. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, regardless of what happens the rest of the way, should seriously consider a coaching change at the end of the season sure. whenever that happens. Canty, five-year deal they gave him. Five-year deal. Wow. Wow. Be part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. They're going to retire Tom Brady before he wants to. Oh, either that They're going to retire Tom Brady else. before he wants to. Either that or he goes to play somewhere else. Dear Lord. Be a part of Canty and Carlin. Uh, excuse me. Be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation. Todd Bowles got me all screwed up here. I'm I'm mismanaging the clock as we speak on a show. <laughs> Be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. At this point... Is Todd Bowles the reason the Bucks are struggling to win a god-awful division? Your response on that? And should the Packers shut down Aaron Rodgers? We want to hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN. Up next, yeah, it's a five-year deal. If Brady wants to play again, is it going to be somewhere else? And RGM evaluates what might be the worst trade in NFL history. It's next, Canty and Carlin just getting rolling on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Dave Levy on ESPN Radio yesterday. Just an amazingly, amazingly brutal loss for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. As we do every Monday, we welcome in our ESPN NFL front office insider. He is Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us right now. Mike, let's get right into it. Hopefully, hopefully you had a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. When you looked at that game yesterday, how much of that was on the head coach and the offensive coordinator, Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich, for their for the issues for the Tampa Bay Bucks? Great to be with you guys. Um, look, um, they certainly deserve their fair share of the blame. I, I, when I look at this team right now, their margin for error is so small because Tom Brady's having trouble moving and – Tristan Wirfs getting hurt just exacerbates their problem. Um, I thought they could have probably called a timeout or two there to preserve some time. I, I understand that, but I think their issues are much more fundamental. And it, to me, it starts up front. And on the other side of the ball, they really miss Shaq Barrett. Mike, at 4-8, and eight, what do the Green Bay Packers do with Aaron Rodgers in the short term and long term? Yeah, Chris, they sit him down. Um, they have a responsibility to their organization long term to know what they have in um, Jordan Love. They need to play him and – Going back a number of years now, when we traded for Brett Favre when I was at the Jets, they knew exactly, ironically, what they had in Aaron Rodgers, um, and they were comfortable moving on from an all-time great. And not saying Jordan Love's going to be in Aaron Rodgers, but they have to play him. They have to know what kind of hand they have to deal with when they get to Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. Mike, separate fact from fiction here. What? How difficult would it be for the Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers this offseason? Yeah, there, there's some complexities there, Chris, because it has to do with um, his contract, the guarantees, and whether or not, candidly, Aaron Rodgers wants to play um, 
and like that's really the threshold of where it begins before we start like you know sort of like peeling back the layers of the onion of the contract it really starts with what does he want to do and fundamentally like i want to know sooner than later this thing can't you know get strung out because if it does it just sort of like imperils everything because he's going to take up so much of the salary cap talking with our very own front office insider mike tannenbaum on canty and carlin and mike t it was an ugly loss for the denver broncos in carolina and the question marks keep coming up around russell wilson and nathaniel hackett in russell wilson's case you're talking about him throwing for fewer touchdown passes than Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz hasn't played since week six. So make it make sense, Mike T. What exactly is going on in Denver, and how do they get this team to resemble what they had envisioned when they traded for Russell Wilson? Yeah, it's shocking what's going on there, guys. Um, I certainly didn't see this coming. And, you know, Russell Wilson's been sacked second most of uh, all the starters. And as you said, he, he his touchdown passes are way down. And it just seems like this is an offense that's just, you know, a, a very poor match with him just in terms of keeping him in the pocket. I, I think his best chance is what he did in Seattle, which were off-schedule plays, getting him out of the pocket, throwing the ball deep. You know, this is a team that has weapons in Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, and uh, it's it's shocking how poorly he's playing. And if I was Nathaniel Hackett, I'd do everything I could to save my job, and I would do as many of the elements of the Seattle offense – that was successful um, and figure out your system long-term, but it is really disappointing how poorly uh, that's worked out. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with us. Mike, Deshaun Watson back this week. You look at what the schedule is. We'll get to that in a second, but what is a fair expectation for the rest of the season for somebody who hasn't played in nearly two years? Yeah, Chris, I think you nailed it there in the question, which is he hasn't played 700 uh, days. There's going to be rust. Um, we, we forget he didn't play in the 2021 season. So um, I think it's going to take him some time, the timing of the offense. You know, we just talked about Russell Wilson. And I'm not saying this is going to turn into that, but just get to know your receivers, no preseason. You know, it, like everything you want in an offense in terms of like continuity, repetition, you don't have. So, I look, he's a great player. He'll get there. It's not going to happen overnight. Mike, Considering they don't have the toughest schedule in the world, can the Browns actually make a run for, toward the playoffs in the AFC? You know, if it wasn't so deep, I would say yes. But, you know, who are they going to knock out? You know, I still think two, maybe three teams from the east make it. Um, certainly two from the north between Cincinnati and Baltimore, I think, make it. Um, and then out west, you know, probably the Chargers along with the Chiefs. So um, I think they can make it interesting. But I think when it's all said and done, you know, they're on the outside looking in. Mike T, you just brought up the Chargers. I guess they were on the winning side of the Sean Payton Bowl yesterday, depending on how you hmm. want to frame it. But in the post-game <laughs> press conference, Kyler Murray expressed some frustration with the scheme, and it seems like there's been growing friction between him and Cliff Kingsbury as the weeks have dragged on and the losses have piled up. What exactly does this organization do with their head coach and their quarterback moving forward? Because it doesn't feel like the two can coexist. I totally agree, Chris. I was really disappointed in Kyle Murray's comments. You know, generals in the Army eat last, not first. And when things go well, it's because of everybody else, your teammates. And when it doesn't, it's your fault. And um, it's just been disappointing in Arizona, going back to how the contract was handled. And um, I have a tough time seeing the head coach be there next year. But I think the quarterback really needs to learn 
leadership because, you know, he is the face of the franchise and he has to sort of shoulder the load here. And I don't think he understands what part of his job responsibility is. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with us on Canty and Carlin, ESPN radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Mike, Robert Sala said a few minutes ago that it's going to be Mike White this coming week, but their plans have not changed with the Jets and Zach Wilson will be back out there when he is, quote, ready to roll. So what would you do in this spot if you're the GM of that team? Yeah, I see it totally different. Mike White's the starter. Joe Flacco's the backup. And Zach Wilson needs to be put into an offseason program where he's working on fundamentals, strength and conditioning. And that's our plan. That's not changing. And, you know, we'll see, you know, Zach Wilson in the spring at some point, guys. And wow. anything else is, is just not the truth. I mean, Mike White is dramatically played dramatically better than Zach Wilson. I wouldn't leave the door open. You're just going to be inviting yourself to hypotheticals and controversy. And um, Mike White clearly gives this team the best chance to win. Mike, last question for me. Is there a quarterback in the NFC that you trust more than Jalen Hurts right now? Boy, that's a great question. You know, Dak Prescott's close. You know, Cowboys lead the league in points since he's been back, but Jalen Hurts is right there uh, in the MVP conversation. How about this stat, guys? 40% of all of Jalen Hurts' runs result in a first down. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only is he throwing the ball exceptionally well, but he's impossible to tackle in the open field, and he's playing great football. Mike, great stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, Where did you order out from for Thanksgiving dinner, as you were hinting at the other day? (laughs) Yeah, it was a sort of like a, it was a, it took a village, you know, like depending on what sort of like dish it was, you know, like it wasn't salary cap friendly. There was a lot of guarantees. Um, not everybody was happy. So it was really just like running a football team, Chris. Outstanding, Mike. Uh, and I, you are speaking my language quite literally when you can compare running a football team to Thanksgiving dinner. That's amazing. Mike Tannenbaum. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks. Up next, the New York Jets are winning football games, except there is a large group of people that are very uncomfortable and borderline unhappy about it. We'll explain what we're talking about next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Ooh. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Did it again, and Zach Wilson looked like one sad little puppy in the rain yesterday, didn't he? Sitting oh, on he that was salty, Carlin. 
He was salty. He was salty. He was not happy for Mike White. You could tell it was burning him up, man. The fact that Mike White was out there cooking with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, and Zach Wilson can't seem to find these guys when he's under center. He absolutely burned him up the entire time. And that's hard to do because it was pouring. It was a monsoon at MetLife, yet you could see the flames coming out of Zach Wilson's ears. Like, that's how bad it was. And he has nobody to blame but himself. And when you see him look like that, you realize maybe he still doesn't get it. And that's, excuse me, that's more alarming than anything else. Here's Robert Sala just a little while ago. And if White's performance has changed their plans at quarterback? Uh, no, it's uh, like I said, we're, we're going to go week to week. There's, there's things that we'd love to see Zach uh, accomplish uh, over the course of, uh, we'll call it a reset. But um, And this is Mike White's opportunity. That doesn't change. So Mike's got an opportunity to go stack another uh, great day up uh, this week. And um, when, when we feel like Zach is ready to roll, he's going to roll. What does that mean? Mike White... I have- Carlin, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I, I think what it means is we're telling you that Mike White's going to play this week again, as he should, and we are being nice in not telling Zach that Mike White's our quarterback for the foreseeable future and as we keep winning games and as Mike White keeps playing well. And I know, I understand that it is part of today's athlete. But continuing to have to protect them from, you know, the truth is problematic to me. Well, Carlin, the fact of the matter is, Zach Wilson has never had a day like Mike White did yesterday. Not one. No. He's never had a game where he's thrown three touchdown passes. He's never had a game where he's had a passer rating of 149.3. He's never had that, Carlin. So to sit here and pretend, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one more thing. He's never had a game (laughs) where you're talking about him being as efficient with his completion percentage as as Mike White was yesterday. Carlin, it's a no-brainer for the New York Jets. Mike White is your quarterback moving forward. And look at how your team responded. Not just the guys on the offensive side of the ball, but the guys on the defensive side of the ball. They were getting after it. I don't know what Rob Sala needs to to see from Mike White to know that Mike White gives us a better chance because he's a professional quarterback, and more importantly, he's a leader that the rest of the locker room can respond to, whereas Zach Wilson has an accountability problem. If you pull Mike White right now and you put Zach Wilson back into the lineup, Carlin, you're going to lose that locker room, point yeah. blank, period. So I, I don't understand why there's all this posturing by Rob Sala. The only thing that I can think of is that this must be the company line in terms of how they want to handle the quarterback situation, knowing that they have so much draft capital invested in Zach. But if Zach wasn't the second overall pick, this would not be a discussion about when he gets back into the lineup because it's a completely different offense, a completely different team when Mike White is under center as opposed to Zach Wilson. Now, Canty, there's, there's one thing I want to bring up here. Go ahead. Evan Wilner is a Jet fan long time. Yep. And during our pre-production meeting, Evan described how he couldn't enjoy yesterday at all. Evan, please come on. Yes. And explain why it is that you and other Jet fans can't enjoy what's happening. Yeah, so so Greeny was talking about this. He asked the question on Greeny 
like, why is there this feeling I have that yesterday wasn't complete? Like, why is this season for the Jets incomplete, even though the Jets are playing really well and they're probably going to go to the playoffs for the first time in 12 years? And the reason is because you look at the other sideline and you see, even though he didn't play yesterday, Justin Fields. And you're reminded that the Jets picked the wrong guy. So even if the Jets go to the playoffs this year, we are still left asking the question, do we have our franchise quarterback? And if they had just taken Justin Fields, they'd have the answer of, we're going to the playoffs this year. And they would answer the question, do we have our franchise quarterback? Greeny said he wants the Jets to be a Super Bowl contender next year. Mm -hmm. They'd be a Super Bowl contender this year if they had drafted Justin Fields and not Zach Wilson. And Canty, that's why I'm annoyed. Canty, here's the problem. They don't know how to enjoy nice things. No. Nope. They don't know how to be happy. No, nope, they don't. You're winning. You're winning. It shouldn't matter if I'm the quarterback right now. Who gives a damn about the draft pick last year? You're winning. Enjoy this. Canty, am I wrong? You're not wrong, Carlin. I mean, you're talking about a team that hasn't made the postseason since 2010. Well, this is the problem. They don't know how to handle prosperity. But, but, but you're well on your way to making the postseason. It'd take an epic collapse in order for them not to make the postseason. Now, they've got games against Detroit and the Jacksonville Jaguars, which are winnable games. I'm not saying they're easy games, but they're winnable games, especially since they're at home. Carlin, this team is going to make the playoffs with Mike White under center. I don't understand why you're thinking beyond that right now. You should just settle on being a playoff team and be happy about it. Yes. Worry about all the other stuff later on in the offseason and enjoy the moment. Smell the roses. Love life. You're a winning organization for the moment. You know how precious that is. Dear God, you nutbars. Get together. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.